0: Welcome to another episode of Hungry Minds, a podcast about the power of curiosity, questions, and dwelling in possibility. These are universal habits of mind uh, that start out as robust traits when we're born. Uh, We know that toddlers ask about 100 questions a day, and that atrophies to about zero by middle school. And the curious thing is this, that uh, creativity and innovation are on the hearts and minds of many people and organizations if we hope to move the needle in any kind of substantive way around economics or climate change or social issues then creativity and innovation are essential ingredients and some of the building blocks are the ability to question and to spark curiosity so how do we square that circle Uh, This podcast is really a celebration of those individuals that have a hungry mind, whose uh, powerful curiosity and questions uh, are major drivers in their own life and have an influence on others in the form of how they inspirationally live and what they pursue. So without further shenanigans, I will bring you episode three with Rahema Allen about the beauty and wonder that is Oakland, California. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, welcome to the third episode of Hungry Minds. This is actually breaking ground here. This is the first live interview in Oakland, California. I'm with my good friend Rahima Allen, educator, world traveler, connoisseur, uh, entrepreneur, uh, and provocateur. Uh, so we're going to be talking about Oakland, which is why I'm here. Uh, so before we begin, Rahima, first of all, welcome. Thank you. And uh, what kind of background or bio do you think might be relevant for those tuning in?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So uh, I spent uh, two years as a finance manager with a policy degree, and then I spent 18 years as an educator and after my wife and I, we were both taking care of our disabled moms and they passed away, I was kind of like, okay, this is the time. This is like my my midlife crisis or whatever um, <laughs> to start a new business. <laughs> and we had traveled since both my wife and I were educators. We had, you know, our whole shtick was uh, traveling and we have done tours on all six inhabited continents so um we took I took notes from that and was kind of like okay I'm going to start this new business because Oakland California needs exactly what I'm doing in you know Athens or Istanbul or Paris or whatever so that's
0: kind of how it came to came to fruition so bike tours yeah and I like it this is Oakland so what is it about um, Oakland that made you want to showcase uh, what it has to offer so (laughs) what you say this is Oakland what is Oakland Mm.
1: so I often on my tours I explain like you know why I chose this is Oakland bike tours as the name because mainly because all of it is Oakland. So right now we have a proliferation. So this is on the, you know, I guess you could say on the negative end, we have a proliferation of homeless encampments. um, And we have a proliferation of gentrification and, you know, tech startups and people investing in Oakland and all of those things. The beauty of Oakland and the ugliness of Oakland are all Oakland. And I wanted to make sure that if people toured with me, they would see it all. And my main point was like, okay, this is going to be a socially conscious, Mm. values-based tour on two wheels. Like, you're going to have a good time, but you're also going (laughs) to learn, you know, like there's two sides of this coin. For all the beauty that's in Oakland, there's also, you know, a sketchy, shady side where you have to go, really? Was this the policy that was in place that made this happen? Um, And plus, I just have a long, you know, personal history here. I have a long personal history fourth generation Oaklander, um, fifth or sixth generation Californian. So, my great. Great grandfather, I guess, came here as a slave, um, and you know, gained his freedom uh, before California was a state. So he he got here in 1848, and California became a state in 1850. Oakland was incorporated in 1852. So it's just you know. And what was his name? Uh, his name was Edmund Weisinger. So my. On my father's side, the Y-singer name is kind of my through line when I'm doing my tours because uh, there's just a lot of, there was a lot of players yeah. who were also Y-singers. So <laughs> you know, it's kind of
0: nice. Excellent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> so when you think of Oakland's DNA, mm-hmm. what's unique about this city uh, given this is such a dynamic area, San Francisco, Silicon Valley, Absolutely. Napa, you know, all within close proximity, yes. Monterey. Like, what makes Oakland such a world-class destination place? I think it is, but from your standpoint, not only lifelong, but yeah. but your own history goes deep. Yeah. What is it about Oakland that can't be replicated anywhere else?
1: Oh my gosh. Well, I think. I mean, I think it is the um, the proximity of all those other places. So when you think of other major cities, um, you've got Chicago and New York and, you know, I don't know, you could probably throw Dallas and Atlanta in there. Uh, <laughs> maybe uh, no, no, no. Los Angeles whatever I don't know right yeah you can do all those things, things you yeah. <laughs> know um, but a lot of times like when you think about and even if you go outside of the United States you you say like Paris Madrid right. London Um, Amsterdam, Amsterdam, Tokyo,
0: Tokyo, right? You can, I mean, mean, the list goes on, right? right? Exactly. I don't know if we want to play this game, it might not be too interesting to us, right? I know, right?
1: (laughs) But What's interesting about Oakland and what's interesting about the Bay Area in general is the proximity of all those like, really cool places super yeah. close together. So like, when, you think about, when you think about other major cities, they're like, okay, it's just Paris. Yeah. And when you go outside of Paris, those are suburbs of Paris. But when you go outside of Oakland, you've got Berkeley. Which has, you know, UC Berkeley, fantastic, world-round institute. You have San Francisco, fantastic city. Uh, And now, of course, and for me, like, San Jose is totally, like, this new place. Because when I was a kid, that was farmland. Like, no one would go, no one would even claim San Jose. So the fact that that's, like, now Silicon Valley is... I think I've only been there once, actually. Yeah. I'm I mean, not, not, not I, I used to go there to in the summer to like pick fruit. Like that's like, you know, so yeah. um, times have changed. Yeah, times have totally changed. Times have totally changed. Uh, so I think the, what makes Oakland really interesting is just the proximity of all these wonderful places yeah. and and the fact that you can you know get to wine country and. Even get to Tahoe within three hours. Like you can get to the yeah. mountains, you can get to the beach. You can, you know, you can get to the redwoods. Everything is like super close, and I think that makes it super special. Uh, also, Oakland, you know, was a has been up until this point a very diverse city. Right, and I think about like my family's history and in, in West Oakland in particular. So West Oakland. Started as you know, Portuguese and Greek, and then African Americans moved in during what the rest of the country was seeing as sort of like the great migration from south to north. But that also brought African Americans from the south west. So, a lot of folks um, from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi came west for work in California, and I think that. You know that that level of diversity, along with the long-term immigrants who had already been here, so like the Chinese and Japanese residents who had already been here, uh, Filipino residents who had already been here, and of course our Mexican brethren who (laughs) this was their country (laughs) uh, before we took over. And then, of course, you go further back and say, okay, all the Native American and Indigenous populations who lived here as well. So, all of that was always here, and I think that's what made Oakland so unique. Right. Uh, When you move outside of the Bay Area, and you're just like, oh, there's only white people and black people. Yeah. And I grew up, you know, I could tell the difference at a young age. Like, I knew like, oh, that person's Korean, that person's Japanese, that person's Chinese by looking at them like there was never a moment in my mind I'm like oh they're all asian <laughs> right you know because you had to know uh and you, it just became part of like who you were right. like oh, okay this isn't that big of a deal and i went to school you know back east and uh upstate new york and then in pennsylvania and there just wasn't that level of diversity and I felt uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable in a population that was just defined by whites and blacks. And there were like just a sprinkling of other folks. I was used to the full gamut of like cultures and personalities, uh, and also it's something as simple as like foods you know like I grew up in an area Oakland was an area where you're like oh okay it's it wasn't unusual in the 70s to be like oh there's Chinese food there's Vietnamese food there's you know uh whatever Korean food I mean all of these things existed way before it became a, a fad right um it was already here. So I think that's what, that's part of what makes Oakland really special. Mm-hmm. I think the other thing is, you know, so much of Oakland was shaped, and I say this in my tours, and, and I have to give a shout out to uh, Gene Anderson, who wrote a book around, about Oakland as well. But this idea that earthquakes and the railway system and freeways played a huge part in shaping Oakland. Uh, Oakland's population tripled after the 1906 earthquake Mm -hmm. with refugees. Refugees. Yeah, I'm using that term. Refugees (laughs) from San Francisco. Uh, And then the powers that be in Oakland were like, we got to take advantage of the fact that we now have a, a huge population. Like, We need to bid for the transcontinental railway terminus and we need to you know, bid for more. Uh, you know, port sort of uh, work and all this sort of thing. So, a lot of things came into Oakland um, because because of so many other things in place. Like everything, just sort of it was like butterfly effect,
0: right? Yeah, over and over and over again. That's interesting. Yeah, you know one of the things that I love about Oakland, I think that is, is so unique about it, is along the lines of what you were saying, where it really is has such tremendous diversity, mm-hmm. and we know to use ecology as a metaphor that uh, biodiverse ecosystems are resilient. So yeah. if there is some kind of natural disaster, the more biodiversity can almost indicate the more resilience uh, there is. And I think that a place like Oakland has such diversity, and San Francisco was sort of known for the influx of new ideas, but it's become so gentrified and just so tailored to the rich that the culture that used to be there has become more anemic and really I think sort of the beating heart of what the bay area people think culturally is Oakland. Right. I don't think there's any competitor. Yeah. There's a lot of other value, valuable <clears throat> places. Yeah. And and so I think that's so unique because if we we're saying like if there's a beating heart of the bay area, well that's one of the most powerful places in the world. Yeah. <laughs> in terms yeah. of what we do so in spite of our technology and whatever kind of commerce and politics. We still need, like, what, what, what do the people think? What are the people doing? Right. And right. as of for now, it's, it's here. Yeah. And so I think that that uh, should never be forgotten. And of course, the First Fridays are a wonderful expression you know, of that. Perhaps you can talk, tell us about, like, what, what are the First Fridays and what make them um, uh, a nice example of what Oakland's about?
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So, First Fridays came about a few years back. Like, oh my gosh. Okay, so here's the problem with getting older <laughs> is that everything feels like it was just a few years ago. And yeah. then you look at a calendar and you try to like match up dates and you're like, oh, that was, it's now been in place for like seven, 10 years or something. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to say a few years and, you know, you can.
0: Liberal use of the Exactly,
1: of a few. <laughs> Give us that latitude. We're yeah. older now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think what was great about, you know, okay, all right, I'm going to start over again. Here's the deal Rewind. Jerry Brown was mayor. He's now governor of California. He was mayor of Oakland. And he had a very clear vision for the city. He wanted the downtown area to be um, to have this sort of like density, urban density to it that it didn't have before, and so he pushed through a lot of policies with the board, with the you know the city council around how to make that a reality and of course now we're living with that reality because of course with policy you know one policymaker can can change the the direction of the way a city is going and if those policies are adopted then you don't actually see the fruition of those policies for yeah. 10 20 years, 10 15, you know. That's kind of low. And And so we're just seeing the fruition of of Jerry Brown's policies, and I think the major part of that was sort of the urban density, and then changing, um, distinguishing different parts of what had been considered just downtown and West Oakland Mm -hmm. into an art district. And so as soon as as you say, oh, we're going to make an art district... And then that's how the first Fridays sort of came about. They were first, the focus was completely on independent galleries. Mm. And it was called Art Murmur. And they the galleries had opened up starting at like twentieth street and going beyond that towards twenty seventh along uh the Telegraph and Broadway corridors. And so you had you had these new independent galleries opening up and they were trying to figure out how to get people in. So it was like, oh, okay, we're going to get people in by serving free alcohol. Like that was tried, I mean, tried and yeah, true. Tricks. Tried and true. <laughs> you pour out some like cheap red wine and some cheap red, white wine, and you can get people to look at you know. And they will look come. At any day, and they will come. Right? It's like fill the dreams. Everyone's showing up, and then it just it sort of expanded from there. But that yeah. was, you know, that was really Jerry Brown's vision about that's interesting. Trying to figure out like, okay, how do we get people? Into the downtown and now Uptown area And of course this area has been renamed Over and over again when I was a kid So I'm, I'm 47 So I was a kid in the 70s uh, I live in What in the 70s Would have been considered West Oakland So anything When you look at The way the city is laid out You have Broadway And West Grand uh, Anything Anything East of Broadway was not West Oakland. (laughs) And then anything (laughs) west of Broadway was West Oakland. And I clearly live on the side of like West Oakland. I grew up in North Oakland, but this was considered West Oakland. And, you know, Jerry Brown sort of like renamed all this stuff. He was like, it's Uptown. (laughs) I was like, okay. It's the art district. Okay. It's the Korean district. Okay. And, you know, Korean immigrants had moved in here years and years ago. So we became the Korean district. Northgate was the old name of the neighborhood that I'm in. And now it's like Kono, Korean. I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know how they came up with that. Korean, I guess, cause it's K-O and then Northgate, N-O, Kono. Uh, he renamed it the Art District. It's been renamed the Uptown District, so, right. you know, it's
0: just been this whole uh, evolution. Yes, yeah, sign of the there. times, the dynamic changes. Of Absolutely. Oakland. And First Friday represents us so from the art gallery, so now it's just this sense of almost community. a street fair, community yeah. fair. Oh, totally. So much creativity beyond art, music, yes. the bars open up, the galleries, yes. Uh, food. Yes, and, food
1: trucks and food, you know, food folks right. and and you know, independent sellers of, of various products. You can get, you know, you can get the newest designs and like, T-shirts. And you can hear, you know, someone trying out, you know, their new slam poetry on the street yeah. at, the, on, at the same place. So uh, there's a lot going on on those first Fridays.
0: Absolutely. So what would you say is the best of Oakland? Uh Obviously, an impossible question. Yeah, uh, and given that you have such great relationships <laughs> with businesses and different members of the community, I know I don't want you to leave anyone out. Right, but so this won't be any kind of final list. Okay, okay. Uh, but but what are some of the places like? Whether it be and this is Oakland bike tours. Yes. that you really want to oh show what could be from a historical standpoint, yeah. culinary. Yeah. Um, every now and again, after riding your bike, you gotta you gotta hydrate. Yes, uh, so, absolutely. I mean, and we can cast a wide net. In no yeah, particular okay. order, okay. But, uh, but what is some of the best of Oakland? Oh you like if you come okay. to Oakland, you got to go here. Okay,
1: all right. So Jesus, as a, okay. Jesus. Oh man, this is a tough one. It okay, so put you on the spot. All right, so if I were going to start with food, um, it's a good place to start. Yeah, food is always good. <laughs> food, food and drink. Food is on. Uh, food and drink are always good. So. Okay. Oh, man. All right. So, Oakland. Okay. So, you've got East Oakland, North Oakland, West Oakland, and then you can sort of think of like the downtown, uptown area, uh, lake areas, sort of like Central Oakland. So, the Lake Merritt is the natural demarcation of like East and West and sort of North. So, if you're North of the Lake, okay, that's North Oakland, East Oakland, West Oakland. There's actually a South, but we don't say South Oakland. South Oakland would actually be Jack London. Would literally, as far as like cardinal direction, would be South. But we don't have a South Oakland. So, whatever. <laughs> um, and then food-wise, man, uh, that is, that, is that's really, so really difficult. and I, I would hate to... Leave anyone out um, Inevitably you will Because there's so yes. Good stuff here Alright So Alright uh, Chinatown Okay I'll start with Chinatown um, Because Historically So the Chinatown Started Very close to Oakland's um, Original downtown Which is now Considered Old Oakland And And then they were Forced out basically, um, by the powers that be at the time. They were like, oh, no, we don't want Chinese immigrants living this close, so we're going to move them slightly east. So that's how the Chinatown is, where where it is placed now, Is that's kind of how that came to be. Within Chinatown, um, a lot of people are going to be like, we already know this place. Of course you do. Of course you should. So Shandong, shout out, <laughs> To their house made noodles, hot damn. I can't even, you know, I don't even know what to say. Why are you making me hungry? Oh my god, right? Um, you can order anything from there, it's, a, it's this awesome hole in the wall place at Webster and 10th, and all of the food is good. And then anything that you order, just add house made noodles to it. So, like, you're like, oh, I really like Mongolian beef. You're like, okay, Mongolian beef and house made noodles, like, just throw the house-made noodles in. I have to throw that out there. And then Cam Hong, uh, some of the best banh mi uh, Vietnamese sandwiches, for those of you who are not familiar with that term, banh mi. Uh, Easily the best banh mi in the area. And are still you know, totally legitimate sort of like hole in the wall place where you're not paying eight bucks for the Bon Me, you're paying three fifty. Wow. <laughs> so fantastic. Also on Webster. Um, oh my gosh. Man. Yeah, this is difficult. So here's the thing with Oakland. Everyone who comes in, you know, puts a sign in their window and says, keep Oakland, Oakland, even if they're brand freaking new. um, Everyone, everyone, once you've moved in, everyone's like, yeah all for like keeping Oakland real um, and it doesn't matter it yeah they brought you it to exactly. exactly <laughs> um, and so it's kind of funny to like see like the little window signs like black lives matter and keep Oakland real and you're like wait a minute you just got here <laughs> but um, so there's a lot of new places too So, but I will shout out Rado's Deli uh, they're probably one of the older establishments they're in old Oakland um, fantastic Italian place. Uh, oh gosh, yeah, this is really difficult. Um, I don't
0: want to make it painful.
1: I know <laughs> it's
0: it's hard. It, it is tough. And so, all right, so maybe we can take there's a just pause a from the restaurants because yeah. there's so many. I know. And so, I, I like the one old school. Yeah. Uh, because you got to pay homage to the roots. Yeah. Uh, now, when you think about. Other places, so yes. people are coming to uh, to Oakland uh, for a vacation. You sure, know, maybe they're coming to San Francisco. Like, they should definitely do time. my tour. Well, there you go, and then you really will have the the, <laughs> the sense of what matters. But for those that might only be able to experience Oakland virtually. Yes. Um, you know, are they thinking about a trip to the Bay Area? Like, why should they come? I think oh, we've given them God. a sense, like, what okay. might they want to do? So we got some Chinese, we got some Italian okay. bellies. Like, what, where yeah. else should they go? What should they uh, do to get a sense of okay. that culture? I you know, know. First Fridays. Is, Thanks for bringing homeless. me
1: back, Iran. Thanks for bringing me back.
0: Okay, so. Because i was going to get caught trauma. up in, like,
1: food. Good. All right, so. Um, if you're coming to Oakland. What should you see if you if you come to Oakland? One, Lake Merritt. Number one, you should definitely see Lake Merritt. It, it is a beautiful place. It's not actually a lake. It's a, a tidal estuary, part of the tidal estuary of Alameda and Oakland. But it's amazing and breathtaking. And up until 1907, it was private property, like the, the whole area around. Yeah. And so Samuel Merritt, our... You know, mayor in the 1900s uh, basically decided that that area should become a public park, and that was because of the 1906 earthquake. So, like everything, sort of follows in line. Um, we got this like huge influx of refugees. Like I said before, the population tripled. Uh, Samuel Merritt, Mayor Merritt, was like, "Yeah, we need to make this lake like a park." And so all of those sort of things sort of happen right around the same time. So Lake Merritt. Mountain View Cemetery, if you're just into history. Uh, the Cathedral of Christ the Light. You know, when people go to Europe, they always visit churches and they are like, oh, it's beautiful inside. And we have a beautiful church. Uh, there's a lot of other beautiful older churches in Cathedral of Christ the Light, but... Cathedral of Christ the Light is open all the time and available, and it's free. You can go in. It also has a very profane nickname here in, in Oakland, um, which I don't know if I'm. Oh understand. yeah, go ahead. Okay, the, we call it the Vagina
0: Church. <laughs> uh, well, so what's the background here? This is, well, uh, this is provocative. Yes, I think people are not really listening. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> so
1: I'm not really sure what the architects were thinking. It's a Catholic.
0: It's part of the Catholic diocese. So, like a Georgia O'Keeffe painting,
1: kind of, yes, <laughs> in glass. <laughs> um, and so, uh, you're not going
0: to come to Oakland and visit this, and I don't know what you're. I know, in. <laughs> right? Like, why wouldn't you come see the Vagina Church? Um, I mean, it, it, and here's the thing: when I,
1: when you know, on my tours, when I point it out to people and I say, "So, this place has a profane nickname." And depending on, you know, my group, I'm kind of like, you can kind of guess what it is as we come around the lake and you look at it and, you know. People generally can figure it out. It's, um, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Like, I, I, I always wonder, like, what the architect was thinking. And, you know, maybe it was the whole maybe it's Holy Mother Mary. <laughs> right, like the Holy Mother Mary. Because, actually, if you go into the cathedral itself, Oh my gosh! The diocese is probably gonna like, you know, hurt me or something. They've got, they've got people, um, opus day or something. Uh, <laughs> the, the the you know, an image of the Christ is when you walk into the church is exactly. Well, okay. That's probably inappropriate. I don't know. Like, it's. Well, you've know, already gone there. You're I know. It's like interest, it's right uh, there. Like the clit. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. The, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to leave that alone.
0: This is the God spot.
1: Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what G spot really stands for. <laughs> it's like, okay. Wow. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I I have to, worth visiting. Mm, worth visiting. Have to come to Oakland to find out. Yes, of course. Yeah. Wow. You need to come to Oakland. To- <laughs> you need okay. to come. Oakland, a <laughs> right. yeah, um, what else do you need to see there's a volcano in Oakland really? a long dormant but uh, Sibley Volcanic Park uh, we have a couple of really great you know the Oakland Zoo I'm not a zoo person because I don't like cages but the Oakland Zoo has actually redesigned their stuff so that it looks like open spaces for the animals which is supposed to be amazing um So Redwood Park Walking Miller oh, yeah. uh, you know there's so much um, the Scraper Bike Team has a bike shed in East Oakland worth visiting uh, it's a great group of you know the guy who started that was awesome and he's really helped kids sort of like get some skills around bike bicycle maintenance and stuff like that Man, it's a long list. It is a long so list. This is just there's just a lot. There's a lot to see, and people, you know, Oakland kind of gets this sort of bad rap, and there's so much beauty here that I feel like, you know, uh, my job as a as a tour guide is to is to showcase the beauty, not to, you know, not to forget about what is difficult here because there's lots of things that are difficult too. But, Your dogs you know, are in, in agreement. My dogs are totally in agreement right now. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> there's so much beauty. Oh, there's town. so much going on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so who knows, what, who knows what they're barking at, but... Yeah, there's just a lot. There's a lot going on. It's well worth visiting. It's an easy city. We have the same uh, biking and walking score of Portland, and so we're sort of up and coming in that way too.
0: The dogs have been silenced, pacified. I think. Guess they were just hungry. Uh, that's how I get sometimes, just barking. Uh, anyway, we're talking about the best of Oakland, and. Uh, The one thing that strangely uh, did not come up was the Warriors, given this is their last season. And so um, if people aren't basketball fans, if they can't go to Oracle and they want to just check out a game, like what's a great sports bar or place to see a Warriors game in Oakland?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. So um, Lucas opened in 2005, and that was one of the first places in downtown Oakland to open – uh, that was available up until that point. So in the mid nineties to the early two thousands, downtown Oakland was a total ghost town. If you wanted, you know, to go out to eat, you went to Lakeshore, the Grand, uh, Grand Avenue, Lakeshore area, Rockridge, Temescal. Uh, there's certainly, or San Francisco, like there certainly wasn't anything to eat downtown. So Lucas was one of the first places to open great place now to you know to check out uh, some games and then just recently the Oakland Athletic Club opened which is so bizarre to me I still haven't, I actually haven't gone in I've seen the TV screens and everything and I'm like oh I need to get over there um, Era Art Bar also on um, on West Grand Avenue in the same area so there's a couple of places where you can check out games and and you know support your teams and so on and so forth so that's pretty good I'm personally with the Warriors like I love that they're here I love that they play at Oracle and I'm I'm not uh, I'm I'm not not super upset that they're moving to San Francisco I feel like you know they were the San Francisco Warriors, and then when they moved to Oakland, they became Golden State because, of course, no one could be named the Oakland Warriors. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Where, where's that? Yeah, exactly. So the fact that they're moving back to San Francisco doesn't really bother me, you know, so much. Uh, I know that it's going to change things quite a bit as far as like pricing people out. Uh, to see games and everything Uh, I I think we just have to really you know Steve Kerr is like my oh my god I I love this man like if I wasn't gay I'd be like hey
0: (laughs) Steve
1: (laughs) exactly I love him I love everything you know um you know his whole thing. This you know preseason has been to just like enjoy the ride, like enjoy the fact that we that we may be able to threepeat. And I think that's the thing. Like there were so many torrid <laughs> years where there was, you know, you're just like, oh man, are we even gonna you know win thirty <laughs> games? So it's been. Completely enjoyable. I know that there's been a lot of like bandwagon members of the Warriors, and and that's okay. Like I get it because it's easy to follow a winning team. It's very difficult to follow a team through you know bad mascots. Like everyone remembers that Warrior thing with the Thunderbolt. Oh yeah,
0: I didn't didn't understand.
1: Yeah, no, no one no (laughs) one got that, and you know (laughs) like we we survived all of that, and now we're like yeah you know Klay Thompson and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green
0: so and let's talk about Draymond Green because earlier we were talking about how you think that even though Draymond is not from Oakland yes he's from oh my gosh but ultimately he embodies oh my god Oakland completely so what is it about Draymond (laughs) that is Oakland
1: his emotions are right there all the time he he you know People talk about how it's like, uh, you know, walk the talk and and say what you mean and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And Oakland is all about that. Like, so this idea of um, being real, being hella real, right? (laughs) Draymond is hella real. Draymond is hella Oakland. He didn't come from Oakland, but... Gosh darn it. Like he is, he embodies Oakland in that sense. So, you know, um, being emotional, being passionate, because that really what we're talking about is a passion yeah. about the game and his skill level and all that sort of thing. Uh, but Draymond Green is emotional and he's intelligent, you know. So it's like, right. okay, yeah, I get hyped and, you know, I can back this up with, like, factual double. evidence. Right, yeah. right, You know? <laughs> I mean, defensive player of the year. So, it's like, you know, not that he was last year. I know that was Rudy Gobert. Nice little French dude. But still, Draymond was the year before. Yeah. Um,
0: so, yeah. So, I... Well, it's interesting yeah. what you say because, again, to the casual fan, they might just see his emotion. Yeah. But to, to actual fans of the game yeah. and the Warriors, you'll see that you'll see that intelligence.
1: Oh, he's foundational. He, I mean, I mean his way bas- he's able basketball IQ is
0: off the charts. Is amazing. The way you can see the floor, and it's pretty obvious if you watch it. But yes. if you just occasionally see it, you're going to see the emotion because that's what will get the highlight reel sure. or the news.
1: Absolutely
0: As well as as the clips Every now and again But I like the correlation Between Draymond and Oakland That's I think very apt Yes Uh, So thinking about the season The final season Oakland what do you think Are we going to win A a three-peat Oh my gosh Well you know what How do you you weigh in Uh, You got to weigh in All right Okay I hold you accountable Okay We're going to go to Lucas And watch a few games This year (laughs) I think Do I
1: think that it's possible that The Warriors will three-peat I absolutely think That it's possible I also think, you know, um, I'll quote Steph Curry and say that, you know, during the regular season, every team brings their best game when they play the Warriors. And so we're going to see a lot of competition. We're going to see people, like, trying their best. I think there's been a lot of interesting moves, particularly in the Western Conference, that should make the finals Like getting to the finals a little bit more interesting. Um, I just want Oaklanders to really enjoy the fact that we have (laughs) such a high high caliber team. Like whether we make the finals or not, uh, Bob Myers is like. I don't know Like He's like a wizard or something like, I don't know how he got all these people together got a bag of fairy dust Yeah or something <laughs> right like, Just the, the fact that we've done so much through draft And right. acquisition um, Is amazing You know like no one looked at Steph Curry right. At a Davidson Hello does anyone even know where Davidson is I don't know where Davidson is I have no <laughs> idea Clay Thompson you know, Draymond Green, right. second round. Second round. I know. <laughs> um, and so we built. We just you know built this amazing foundation of players that now everyone's like, oh, you've got Draymond Green, you've got Clay Thompson, but no one want, no one wanted Steph with his bad ankles. No one wanted Clay. No one wanted Draymond. You know, so. We just looked out and managed to score them, so just so enjoy think the it ride. Yes. Or yeah. No, anything,
0: yes, enjoy the
1: ride. Enjoy yes, the ride. Enjoy, enjoy the wherever ride. Wherever it leads us. Great. I uh, mean, okay. Enjoy the ride. So I'll put it out there that if Houston wins, I'll, I'll, I'll probably – have to wear like a black armband or something. I can't. <laughs> James Harden just gets on my nerves. Like, I mean, they've had to change all the rules around fouls with this man. Yeah. Like him hooking arms. Does anyone see this besides me? Like him hooking arms uh, on the uh, on like three pointers.
0: Well, people see uh. yeah. it. Except everyone has seen Fresh except for the refs and, yeah. and, and Rockets fans. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, that's a an old well, another. That's a nice high note to just thinking about that. Uh-huh. Here we have in Oakland a lot of world class places, but but inevitably this is one that gets a lot of global attention. The Warriors. Yes. Uh, and it's their last season <clears throat> now. This is Oakland bike tours. Not only shows the best of Oakland. Yes. Historically and in the present and what the future might portend, but also you try to show the shadow side, the side that people don't want to see. So what are some of those elements that you show to not only people on your tours, but something you think is important to recognize because it's emblematic of not just Oakland, but perhaps any urban environment um, and things that we need to contend and deal with?
1: Yes. So one of the big things with This Is Oakland Bike Tours is that you know I give 10%... For like any tour purchase, to some curated uh, charities here in Oakland that are doing just great work, and that's because there's a lot of folks that need assistance. So I try to, you know, I want to I want to focus locally on um, on what's great here in Oakland, but also what the what the needs are here in Oakland. So that's really important. And obviously. You know, across the country, but particularly here, uh, the homeless situation has sort of blown up in a way that we've never seen before. This is the first time where a good portion, about 20% of our homeless population are actually uh, employed and unable unable to afford housing. So, like, they work full time. Work the forty-hour week and still can't afford housing, and that's that's hugely problematic. Um, and when you're riding around with me on on this is Oakland bike tours, you're going to see you're going to see encampments and so forth. You're going to see, you know, multiple person encampments. You're going to see single encampments, and I just want to make sure that we keep the humanity there because. Not seeing is when the humanity is taken away, um, even just noting it and saying, "Okay, there's a homeless person living there just changes it 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 changes the dynamic, right. so I think that that's important just to point out. I think that it's important you know to just continue to have that vision um, and then you know as far as like what else you would see on my tour like obviously you're going to see you're going to see the highlights too but uh i want to make sure i mean this is why i named it this is oakland bike tours because it's all oakland all of that is oakland you know the great bars and restaurants are oakland the beauty is oakland the homeless encampments are oakland Um, The people who have, who are challenged because of mental health are also part of Oakland and and they deserve, you know, the best um, care that we can give them. So I'm hoping that, you know, my my tour does a small part by donating money, but I hope that people look at it and, and walk away from my tour and go, okay, maybe you know, maybe there's a space for me to volunteer, maybe there's a space,
0: right.
1: space for me to donate in another way besides uh, the tour itself. So
0: absolutely. Yeah. Now I know earlier we were talking about <clears throat> one of these sort of double sided issues which is gentrification. So an yes. influx of of money, of capital, often of people of different socioeconomic means. Sure. Um, often it's seen as this binary situation. It's positive or it's negative, but you yeah. have a little more nuanced approach. So how do you look at um, as Oakland continues to change and grow, both positive and negative, how do you look at gentrification on from both sides?
1: Okay. Yeah. I think that, you know, you're right. um, People think of that word now and it has a very negative connotation. And I think for the city of Oakland, um, gentrification has definitely been a two, you know, double edged sword in the sense that because of the influx of money, we now have a viable tax base, which has meant that we've had you know improvements with um, like public works as far as you know streets and and infrastructure and all this sort of thing, and then you have the other side of gentrification, which is pushing long term residents out because of the prices going up. And so I think that you know there has to be a balance between policy. There has to be something where it's like, oh, okay, we're going to take into consideration that there's folks for whom. Um, this new economic milieu is not like it. They don't have a skill set that that right. goes along with it's not it. Serving them, it's not serving them. So, what can we do? And hopefully, the city of Oakland, you know, my 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 hope is that the city of Oakland will be like, oh, okay. What are those? What are those areas where we're not fulfilling that need? We want to help folks, and I'm hoping that the city wants to help folks to stay in Oakland because we have you know, this amazing amount of diversity. I love the fact that when you walk into Oakland restaurants and bars, the patrons look like Oakland. You have a full range of people as far as ethnicities and languages smoking and all this sort of thing, like within the restaurants and bar scene. Um, and so I'm hoping that, you know, that Oakland will take that seriously and, and kind of move forward with that. As far as my own take on gentrification, you know, people complain and at the same time, you know, I have a very clear memory as someone who grew up here, um, Of, you know, one of our low points, (laughs) like, you know, our main drags, Broadway, Telegraph, having dozens and dozens of, you know, the same sort of industry, so, which was dominated by beauty supply stores, and hey, I know, we need beauty supply stores, but I don't know if we need, like, two dozen beauty <laughs> supply stores, and I'm really happy that they've been replaced by restaurants and bars and, and music venues and everything else. Um, we have to just keep a balance. I think that that's right. – there has to be a balance, and there has to be a p- balance in policy uh, so that we can have the tax base and also support folks, you know, right. as needed, and, ass- and give assistance when needed, too.
0: Yeah. Well – <clears throat> any any last words?
1: Oh, gosh, <laughs> uh, Oakland is fantastic, and you know there was a time when it was like, Shh, keep it on the DL, and now you know it's very much a secret squirrel kind of place. And now we're you know we're not the best kept secret anymore. Not at all. <laughs> um, people know about Oakland, but uh, um. There's still, you know, there's still some Secret Squirrel venues for sure. Places, streets, you know. Uh, got to come on. This is Oakland
0: Bike Tours. That's right. Now, right? Absolutely. And so, I will the, point out all the Secret Squirrel spots. And so in the immortal words of Too Short, yes. Oakland resident... Uh, Life is too short. Life is too short. So while you have life, come visit Oakland. Come visit Oakland. <laughs> and, Absolutely. and this is Oakland Bike Tours. Woo-hoo! Excellent. Excellent. Well, thank you, Rahima. This has been You're a pleasure. You're welcome. No, it's been a great time. All Thanks right, so we be continue because we have future podcasts. Nice. Excellent. All right.